0: And welcome to Crying on My Yoga Mat. My name is JD, and this podcast is all about building a community where, alongside amazing guests, we have real conversations about the low lows, celebrate the highs, and everything in between. I know what it's like to go through life feeling stuck and powerless to do anything about it. Here, you'll meet yourself where you are and learn tangible tools to help you become who you want to be while honoring the journey. You've gotten this far, so let's keep going together. Take a deep breath, and let's go. It is our 12th episode of Crying on My Yoga Mat. By now, you know me. My name is J.D. What you may not know is that on August 28th, it was my 30th birthday, and that's got me feeling pretty pensive, so that's what we're going to be chatting about this episode, and as you may expect from me, it all boils down to self love. Before I get into that, though, I want to talk about something I am extremely excited about. And that is on the day of this episode's release, Work Spaceries Enneagram planners are available for pre order. I have already bought mine. I am so excited for it. You know, I'm an Enneagram 4, and each of these different planners gives you a little taste of a different way to plan your. Day, they are undated planners. I am so excited to get mine in the mail. And when you pre-order your Enneagram planner through Workspacery.com, make sure to use the code "Crying on my yoga mat." That code will get you ten percent off, and it'll help support this show. Again, go to WorkSpaceery.com. When you order, use the code "Crying on my yoga mat." Now let's talk about turning thirty. To start off. One message I got on my birthday that moved me to tears was, congrats on making it this far. I'm sure it wasn't easy, but you did it. The reason that I want to begin here is I made it to 30. I am someone with depression and I largely haven't had a plan for the future. In fact, when I was speaking with my partner, Ryan, about my thoughts on this episode topic, he was saying, well, do you have anything written that you can look back on or any ideas of what life would look like at 30? And I looked at him and I was like, no, I, I never planned this far. The arbitrary timeline that I'd created in my head ended at twenty-eight. And let me tell you what that looked like. It looked like married, two children, career established, college education completed, passion found. (laughs) If you've listened to any of the previous 11 episodes, especially the solo ones, you will know that largely that is not accurate to how things are here at 30. And you know what? It's awesome because I changed. The way that I weigh the opinions and judgments of others in the world changed. And it's actually really exciting. The older I get, as much as it does kind of feel like this weird clock is ticking somewhere and I'm not quite sure where exactly it is, or what The Countdown is about, I feel more and more free. And more and more like I'm discovering what I lost along the way. Now, the freedom comes with a lot of fight. For me, at least. Fighting myself. Fighting society. Fighting time. But as you know, I've really fallen in love with personal development, with self-growth. And I'm so fortunate that I've had the space to be able to lean into those things and spend my time there. And I figure some of this is probably gonna be pretty useful to you whatever stage or age you're at. One of the biggest ones is something that we've already heard a few guests say in previous episodes and that is speak up for yourself. Speak up for yourself. It is a scary thing to do and it will come with a large learning curve because sometimes when we don't feel respected, we don't speak with respect to others. So when we are speaking up for ourselves, it's so important to also hold ourselves. Make sure that we are creating safety for ourselves so that there will continue to be a safe space for you. It's so ridiculously difficult to stand up for ourselves sometimes. I don't know about you, but I often find it a lot easier to stand up for someone else. And this is actually another thing that I've learned is stand up for others. Speak up for the people that need you to speak up for them. In other situations, amplify other voices. Lift up people. It's been joked to me before that I'm gonna get in trouble one day because of my nosiness. Because I am someone who, if I see what looks like a domestic dispute, I'm probably going to walk up to it and make sure that things are okay. And that there's safety there. And if someone needs a plan of escape, okay, cool. When we are the disenfranchised voice in our lives, it is so meaningful to be able to be a voice for others. And something that we learn in learning to speak up for ourselves is to make sure that you're allowing others to have their own voice. Not everyone will need you to speak up for them. In some situations, it's better to amplify their voice rather than use your own for them. And a great way to speak up for yourself is to tell others when they're being your voice when instead they should be amplifying your voice. Remember, your voice is necessary. Someone out there needs to hear what you have to say in the way that only you would say it. Speaking up for yourself is one section of a bigger gloriousness that is loving yourself. Yes, you've probably heard that you should love yourself, and that's for good reason. It is very hard to feel successful in life when you do not have love and affection for yourself. And this doesn't just mean words, it doesn't just mean looking in the mirror and saying, I love myself. It means being in tune with your body with your mind, with your breath. It's holding yourself accountable to do the things that will get you to where you want to be and help you to become the person that you would like to be and foregoing the things that won't. Sometimes it's tough love. Sometimes it's affectionate love. Sometimes it's survival love. But loving yourself is the basis of absolutely everything. As RuPaul says, if you don't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? There is so much room to be loved by others once you love yourself. Once you receive the compliments that you give yourself, it's easier to believe the compliments that others give you past me it would be shocked to hear 30-year-old me say this, but challenge yourself. You'll be amazed at what you learn about yourself when you've set some stretch goals, when you've given yourself the space to be wrong, to get things wrong. I still really love my comfort zone, but I do not dwell in it quite as much as I used to, and it's so much better. It's amazing because we don't notice the discomfort that we truly feel when we stay in our comfort zones. We numb ourselves to it. We don't look at the root causes, and we just carry on doing what makes us comfy, what we think makes us comfy. But the comfort that I find in Being able to trust myself in knowing that I have a future, in knowing that I contribute to that future, is so much better than that overt amount of time in the comfort zone. As much as freedom is an amazing thing, constriction can also be so beneficial because it gets us down to the root of everything. Fun fact, I considered having the name of this podcast be Chaotic Growth because that was largely what my 20s looked like. It was chaotic growth. So much of the growth that I did was born out of chaos and need and hurt and brokenness and emptiness. I had to start holding myself accountable. I had to begin building trust in myself because I didn't trust myself and I projected my distrust of myself onto the people closest to me and I didn't trust them either. I felt alone and unsupported because I wasn't there or supporting myself. Remember, in some scenarios, Great amounts of pressure produces diamonds. And I don't know about you, but I love a sparkle. Please remember that all of this is being said from someone who really loves downtime. And with my wing five, I am very conscious of my energy, what I give it to, how much of it is left, etc. So hold yourself Remember, we always need to be in conversation with our inner selves, and make sure that our values are matching. Your body will often let you know when something is off, but you may not realize what it's saying to you if you are not in community with it. Speaking of community, that's another thing that I really realized is so important with the kind of person that I am, I expect others to come to me. I expect the love and affection to come my way with very little work on my part done. And I've only recently realized that's not really how it works. That's not a recipe for thriving community, friendships, relationships. If people are important to you, you got to let them know, even if it's so much as reacting to their Instagram story, texting them when you had a dream about them, sending them memes, literally just sending energy their way. There's so much in life that we just got to start In episode 10, I talk more about getting started because it's so vital. You've got to do something. Even if it's something small, try to get yourself one step past the research phase. Get a little bit of skin in the game. It's okay if people don't reciprocate the love that you have for them because going back to what we were talking about earlier, you love yourself. You are enough. You are not too much. You are never too little. You are enough. It's so funny. We grow up, we look at our parents, we kind of watch them age and we're like, oh, weird. (laughs) That's weird that that's happening to you. It's never going to happen to me. And then the years go by. (laughs) We stand in front of the mirror. We look in photos and things look a little bit different than they did before. It's not always easy to watch it happen. But with the lens of love that we have for ourselves and taking care of our bodies it's a little easier and kind of fun. If you take ownership of what you can control and just kind of observe what you can't, you spend some time just looking and going, huh, all right, cool. Well, I love you, moving on with my day. And yeah, JD, it's not that easy correct. But you are capable. You are so worthy of love. And I will personally smack someone if they say anything about your physical form. Because you're rad. You are stunning. The amount of things that needed to fall in place to make sure that you became you is astounding. You are spectacular. It does not matter what age you are. It does not matter what current form your body has taken. You love you. You've got you. You are capable. You are wise. You've been through some shit, and you will get through the next thing that comes. I appreciate you, and thank you for sticking around for 12 episodes of Crying on My Yoga Mat. I can't wait for many, many more. And don't forget to pick up your Enneagram Planner from Workspacery talk to you next time thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please share it on social media you can tag me on instagram at crying on my yoga mat so i can see what you're learning and loving about the show until next time